and gentlemen, welcome to the Star Wars Collecting Cosmos podcast, hosted by Ryan, Marjorie, and Amy. Come on up and get a seat and watch the live show, and thank you. Because we all know you love bendums, right? Bendums are the best, right, guys? (laughs) Welcome to Star Wars Collecting Cosmos. I am your host, Ryan Bizey, and I am joined once again by Marjorie. Hello, Marjorie. Hello, Ryan. And also by Amy. Hello, Amy. Hi, Ryan. Good to have you guys here today. Uh, This is our first time trying to do a live-type podcast like this, so I'm sure we'll make lots of mistakes and uh, all sorts of fun things. Uh, We're going to start off, we're going to talk a little bit about the show uh, and things that we've seen. I think... We're all a little tired because uh, last night we went to the uh, room sales, uh, which were pretty awesome. Uh, Amy, did you find anything awesome last night? Let's see. I'm still trying to wake up, so <laughs> to, actually, you might have to come back to me. I, I need some time to think about it. All right. Marjorie? Uh, yeah. Actually, my husband, who's at the front of the room, picked me up a Jar Jar proof card. Oh, very cool. I, yeah. I've never seen those. Yeah. yeah. I was really excited for that, and then we got a bootleg Greedo that was on a loop card, and it's like the worst Greedo ever, <laughs> and it's awesome. Those bootlegs are a little crazy, yeah. I know. I love bootlegs. They're fantastic. <laughs> Amy, have you had any time to think? Yeah, I got a, a Cobot <laughs> mailer, so oh. when the Cobot, this is a cross-promotional tie-in between Coca-Cola and R2-D2 and Star Wars, and um, they would take this thing around to different grocery stores. And so at the grocery store, they'd hand out this little flyer. Kids could fill out a card and do a little picture, and it would fold into a mailer. So I got one of those, and I got an Ewoks and Droids cartoon press kit from Lucasfilm. Awesome. I, I ended up picking up, at first, uh, I picked up a Battle Droid um, prototype, an Episode nice. 1 Battle Droid prototype for only 20 bucks. I was surprised with that. Uh, and then I found the ni- uh, 2005 Revenge of the Sith Hasbro press kit. Which, when you open it up, it turns the uh, action figure from Anakin to Darth Vader. Yes, that's awesome. Kind of a holy grail of mine since I saw it at Rancho Obi-Wan last year. It was something I've been wanting to get, and I got a heck of a deal on it. So that made me pretty happy. Define a heck of a deal, or do you not want to define a heck of a deal? (laughs) It looked a little crushed on the bubble. Are you okay with that? Well, it used to be crushed. <laughs> oh, somebody can fix that. It sounds like I see. Yes, it, it works quite well. It looks a lot better. Yeah, I got a deal for hundred bucks on that, which that is a steal. That's was a amazing. Deal. Yes, you know that figure is the reason why we started going to Toy Fair. Me and my husband. Oh, really? Because we had started the show just after episode three, and that's what they gave us a press kit. And he's like, yeah, you know what? We're going to start going to this thing. And then ever since then, they've never been away. Anything is cool. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, I, you know, I was at the Rancho Obi-Wan auction last year, and that came up. And I was like, this is something I've got to have. Uh, being a big Vader fan, and I bid on it, and it went out of my price range. And just no way. And I've been following them on eBay. They always go for way too much for what I want to pay. And so I wasn't planning on buying. In fact, when I asked the price last night, I was like, oh, it's going to be too much. There's no way I'm going to be able to buy this. And uh, when he said $100, I'm like, yeah, sold. I'm buying that right now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome, awesome piece. 
So, uh, so far, I mean, obviously with Collecting Cosmos, we like to talk about the strange and unusual things out there. Marjorie, have you bought or found any strange and unusual things here at this convention? Well, I, I want to give a shout out, and I don't see them in the room, but there's um, a gentleman, him and his husband brought me this crocheted Jar Jar, which is awesome. And they sell these, but Jar Jar's not for sale. They've only made three. His mom makes them. And they will be here tonight to swap meet with some of their other characters, but no Jar Jars. So I was kind of excited about that. I, I got some cool gifts. I haven't bought anything yet. <laughs> I did get the Jar Jar. It's a micro machine that has, like it opens up. Oh, the head? Yeah, the head. Yeah, okay. And I might use it as like a makeup case or a purse because it's super cute. Well, the weird thing on that is, like, one of his eyes opens up as part of the head. Yeah. It's, it's kind of strange. It's but. not right. <laughs> it's not right. And then uh, somebody brought me the uh, Rolling Stone with Jar Jar on the cover from episode one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, I don't, and it's in pristine condition. It's fantastic. I didn't have that. And um, I ended up with somebody brought me a um, Jar Jar as Boba Fett print. Or original art, and it's gorgeous. It's just stunning. Wow. Yeah, I, I like cleaned up with Jar Jar. Yeah, well, I've got to say, I, I think I've seen one other person at this convention who is a big Jar Jar fan. And uh, it is it is kind of surprising sometimes. I, I wonder how many times you come to a convention like this and people just bring you Jar Jar stuff. I mean, I know when you've come up to Seattle, people are like, here, Marjorie, have like 500 Jar Jar items. I, I think people don't like to have Jar Jar items in their collection. And... They, they feel better about giving it to someone who loves it versus, oh, God, I don't want that, and I'm going to pitch it. Because, <laughs> seriously, all my Jar Jar stuff, I think, comes from the Pacific Northwest. Guilty. Oh, wow. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Amy brought me a coloring book, which is funny because I didn't have the English version. I had the Spanish version that I got from Duncan. And Amy brought me the English version, and I was like, yes. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. And I did see a guy who made a custom Jar Jar character hoodie. And he wouldn't sell it to me. Oh, wow. I, you he know. Long ears, had the eye stalks, had the teeth up at the top of his head. Oh, man. It was awesome. I, like, chased him down in the store. To say, Where'd you get that? <laughs> I made it. Can I buy it? No. Oh, man. <laughs> should have asked him to make you one. See if you I did. He didn't. Yeah. He wouldn't make me one either. He's wow. like, that was too hard. Sad. He, he was a Jar Jar elitist, huh? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Amy, have you found anything interesting or crazy? Uh, I don't know if it's crazy, but this morning I picked up uh, Ewok Puffy stickers. Oh, my God. I used to love those stickers. Oh, I think I, I saw girl. those out on the floor yesterday. Yeah, there's it was, one yeah. from the animated show. Well, not really animated show. It's before the animated show. And then um, some from Return of the Jedi and then some just some basic Princess Nisa and Wicket ones that I found. So Awesome. I mean, just looking at those, it takes me back to the mid-'80s right away. It's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah, Puffy stickers. You put them in your sticker book. Did you have a sticker book as a little girl? I did. Yep. Yeah. Me too. I wasn't a little girl, but I had a sticker book too. Oh, yeah. okay. When you were a child, you had a sticker book with the same as us. I think I think it's fair to say you were a collector at a young age. I don't yeah. think that's uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um They're, the guys that walked in actually are sitting now are the ones that have these beautiful creatures. Aha. Uh-huh. They have them on their backpack. In the backpack. So I don't know if you've had much of a chance to get down to the, the artist stuff yet. I know I haven't really gone through a lot of it. Have you seen anything, any interesting art items down there or crafty items? I haven't even had a chance to go down there. I know you've been up here most yeah, of the time. Yeah, I, I have been in this room for, well, three days now. I do get out every once in a while, and I did get a chance to take a tour through the tattoo pavilion, but that's it. I didn't get a chance to go to the art. Not well, quite that, yet. That's a little bit of art. That's, it, it is art. Yeah. 
Uh, Amy, have you gotten out to see any of the art? I really haven't. I, I know I'm supposed wow. to. That's surprising. <laughs> You're the, the art person. I know, but I haven't really had any time to get down on the floor. <laughs> most of my time, most of the stuff I've gotten has been the, the swag. Yeah. People have been trading swag so much that I've just been bringing back bags of it in the hotel room. So <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a button factory exploded in my hotel room. <laughs> there, there's some sort of wayward you know, sweatshop button making thing going on. I've got so many. You know, Ann Jenkins has been making a different... Perler droid every day oh, at the geez. convention. And she said she, I, it sounds like she has BB-8 up on the docket. I don't know Ooh. what day that is. But yeah. um, I think that, you know, I have not gone through like the Artist Alley type of stuff yet, but there's this one artist, um, he has like this life-size painting of Darth Vader and Princess Leia down on the floor. And it's like Darth Vader standing there with Princess Leia in front of him. It's, it's not quite a scene from the movie, but it could be. Um, and it's beautiful. It's just amazing piece of art. And uh, I asked him about prints. He said he's not selling them here, he's, uh, but you can pre-order them. Um, but, you know, he's like, but you could buy the original here. I'm like, yeah, as a teacher, no way I'm going to be able to. <laughs> it was like $17,000. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, sure, let me just go get my credit card. Yeah, you, know, but you know, we can share it. I'll have it for six months, you have it for six months. It, it was literally <laughs> a life-size Darth Vader painting. I, it just, it, and it's beautiful. It's just amazing. Um, I want to get a print of that because it was so cool. Speaking of Vader, did you see the Gentle Giant, you know, one-one scale Vader <sighs> action did. figure vintage? Yes. Are you getting that? I wish I could. It's like yeah. ten thousand dollars, right? Oh, really? I didn't see the price. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're they're credit card breaking. Yes. I, I know. I on Galaxy of Toys, I've said I do not understand the pricing of Gentle Giant stuff because you look at Jack Specific where they make a brand new mold of something. You get a thirty-one inch Darth Vader, brand new mold for thirty bucks. That's great. But a 12-inch figure of, some, of a mold that already exists is $80 from General Giant. And then we're going to blow it up to life-size, and that's, that's $10,000. It's, 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 it's a little ridiculous to me. Like, uh, Jack Specific is doing a four-foot Darth Vader for $100. I mean, that's... I could see maybe the General Giant life-size maybe being 1000 maybe 1000 But 10000 is just way out of my league and not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Uh, but one of the fun things I did get to do is we do have our Ewoks here at the at Celebration. And uh, we last week we were talking, like, wouldn't it be fun to, to take the Ewoks around the convention? Because at Emerald City they were stationary the entire time. And as we were taking them uh, out, in or out of the convention, people were like, oh, where were the Ewoks? We don't know where they were. And so we discussed the idea of, of having a wagon here. And, of course, when wagon and Ewoks comes up, we're like, well, it should be a battle wagon. And instantly we're like, oh, we could do this and put horns on it. Well, we didn't have time to do that. So we just have a little red wagon. And so I've taken uh, some Ewoks out on the floor. And it is one of the most amazing things to do because it's like pure joy follows you everywhere you go. Everybody just loves to see an Ewok. And uh, as, as I was taking them out, I mean, I got this, there was this little kid, couldn't be more than one years old, it dressed as an Ewok, saw my Ewok, was so excited, like, interacted with it for like 10 Aww. minutes. It was adorable. People were gathering around to take pictures of this the whole time. Um, I took him to the Jack Specific booth. He let me put him up next to the four-foot Darth Vader and take pictures with him. Uh, the Del Rey people let, wanted to put him in the recording booth as if he was uh, recording uh, audiobooks. Uh, it it was a lot of fun to take an Ewok. Uh, Amy, you you took yours out too as well. I did, yeah. And, and did you find about the same thing? Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty good reception. We were going through a pretty uh, fast pace through the exhibit hall <laughs> just to get through the exhibit hall. So, but uh, you, you know, I have a, a little bit of sympathy for those people with small children and strollers now. Uh, just a little bit. 
Although so what, you just compared your Ewok to a child. <laughs> well, more of the stroller and the wagon type uh, of thing because I'd have to drag the wagon and, and I'd have to get it through some of these tight spaces. I sure hope you have a college fund for him. <laughs> he doesn't go to college. He just he, <laughs> he just eats stormtroopers. That's all he wants to do. Um, but it was just so much fun to take those out. And I've noticed there's there's another uh, set of Ewoks I've seen out there. There's a there's a little wicket I've seen out there. Oh. I think that's the Space Bear props person, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, and I know somebody, I think Michael got a chance to talk with him for a little bit. I haven't heard too much yet. But, uh, yeah, and uh, for obviously those people listening, you're probably not going to hear this till after the convention, but we have the Ewoks set up in the room here. And uh, one of those surprising things that's happened at this convention that people still seem to not know anything about is across the hall from where we are right now in the collector's lounge is the Force Awakens prop room. And uh, hopefully you know, people in this room don't suddenly run over there because they didn't realize that's oh. what's there. The wait is very long, and we're <laughs> way more entertaining than the line, trust me. Come first thing in the morning or really late at night. Yeah. But on um, Wednesday, when we were setting up this room as well as the collector stage, you know, that room was labeled as 501st before the, uh, the convention. And I was walking by there, and I see these glass cases, and I was like, oh, well, that's, that's kind of fancy for 501st. They don't usually have glass cases. And then... Uh, Pretty soon I see an Episode 7 Stormtrooper in there. Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe it's still 501st, you know. It could be. And then I see BB-8, and, and we're discussing, like, these are Force Awakens props. And, you know, I went through it yesterday morning. It was amazing. Uh, if, if anybody in here has not done it, I definitely recommend it. I know it's a long wait. It's probably worth it. Um, they have the Millennium Falcon model in there with the new radar dish, the new X-Wing model. Uh, Kylo Ren's costume, Finn's costume, Ray's costume, Stormtroopers, Flame Trooper, Snow Trooper, Kylo Ren's lightsaber, um, a little bit of art, and then like two, uh, looks like two citizens of the planet Jakku. Uh, Jakku, that's what it's called, right? Still getting yeah. used to some of this here. Uh, I assume we're pronouncing it right. We Jakku. Won't, we well, won't. That's what they said on the, at the panel the other day. Okay. Yeah. It may change. You never know because there's <laughs> more than Scott, one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So, you know, I've got to ask, because, you know, there's things that we cover here. Have you guys seen any Bendems at all here at the convention? I haven't. I haven't, but last night during the dinner circle, there was some discussion of making a custom Bendem for Tom Burgess <laughs> with cutting, cutting the head off of a Han Solo Bendem and then putting Tom Burgess's face on it and then recarding it and giving it to him as a gift. That is, I want to be a part of that. That's okay. awesome. I, I will yeah. donate some parts. <laughs> right. I, I think that Tom's head will explode. Yeah, with anger. Like, like I can literally <laughs> see him shaking his fists in rage every time yeah. we talk about Bendems on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. I, I've seen him physically shake his fist in rage in person. And then you get that head shake of that oh, disapproving head shake he does. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear there were some down there, and, and I thought it would be funny one day to maybe go buy some carded Bendems and have them AFA graded. Just because that would be hilarious, uh, <laughs> you'd have or, a, you'd have a line because there's a lot of people at the AFA booth. This oh, morning. really? Yeah. Or, or better yet, to have one U graded. That'd be like the, the, you know, take a bendum and have it U graded, right? So I stood by the booth this morning because we were supposed to deliver a huge petition against U grading, <laughs> and I and I wanted to take a picture of it all going down. Yeah. But they, for whatever reason, they were late. I stayed oh. for 15 minutes past the time, and they didn't show up. So. To me, I mean, I, I've seen some crazy AFA graded things. There was the uh, the glue, right? The, the vintage glue, it's, a, it comes, it's an Ewok, and it comes with a glue stick and uh, oh. the vintage stuff. And somebody had it AFA graded. And I'm like, yeah. you put glue in to be AFA graded. <laughs> That's 
That's a lot of money for glue. Kind of crazy. Rare, it is a rare packaging variant, to be fair about it. I mean, true, it true. makes sense it would be. But it's still glue. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm trying to look at some of the things we talk about on the show out there. Before. I have seen a lot of Sigma ceramics out there. Uh, Amy, I don't know if there's anything you were looking for. I, I know that's one of your things, but I have seen a lot of Sigma out there. I did see a lot of Sigma, and um, I think the thing that's been catching more of my eye lately has been the bootleg ceramics. Oh, okay. Um, there was a really cool Obi-Wan bootleg f- of rump mug. Right. Which Kurt ended up getting. I saw that last night, and, yeah. Uh, and I saw a couple Yodas and R2 banks, but the price on them hasn't been enough to entice me to buy it. Yeah. I'm uh, surprised. Are, are there bootlegs on the floor? Yes, there are bootlegs. Yes, that's bootlegs surprising. On the floor. Because a lot of times at conventions, especially Star Wars Celebration, they will go through and make them take them down. Well, oh. I think because they're vintage, because yeah. they're from 77, they're probably just like... They assume that they're real, yeah. yeah. And there's become a huge following of bootlegs now. Yeah. I, I'm on the, the bootlegs group on Facebook. And people... It's funny because you look at someone like, oh, those are crazy, those are they're, they're funny, and they're kind of cool. And you see the prices on them, and there's astronomical prices on bootlegs, and you think... These are just fake Star Wars figures that people are selling for these really high, for more than the regular figure would sell. And it's kind of crazy. When I got down to think of it, I was like, I could just go make my own fake figures and they'd be bootlegs too. So I, I, it's kind of a crazy thing how much uh, bootlegs have taken off. But obviously, people are mad about, you know, original stuff. That's the stuff they want, stuff from the, the 70s and 80s. Not necessarily those really crummy looking Power of the Force, too. <laughs> Bootlegs. I have a white Lando like that, so it's hilarious. White Lando yeah. is awesome. White Lando. Yeah, yeah. that is fantastic. <laughs> Love him. Um, have you guys seen any applause stuff on the floor at all? You know, I haven't even had the time to do any hardcore shopping on the floor. I'm hoping to later today and okay. tomorrow. But um, so far what I've looked at is just I saw some vintage toys and kind of looked at those. And um, I think I may have strolled past the Hurry Inverse booth. Did you check out the Wicket purse? I, I did, but I feel like I could make it. Oh, so you I, totally could. Yeah. I mean, I, I know your skills, and you could totally make it, probably make it better. Let's <laughs> so I didn't pick it up. Yeah. But I did like some of their dresses. I didn't like their lines, though. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll wait to get it online if I want to. Yeah. And honestly, they show up for 20% off sometimes on ThinkGeek. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, speaking of lines, we've all been to enough of these celebrations that, you know, most of the time on Thursday and Friday, it's maybe not as crowded and easier to get. And it's kind of crazy at this one. There's lines everywhere for stuff, I, just for even small things. Usually, like, there's going to be a line for, well, now we have Mattel. Mattel line, there would be a Hasbro line if they were selling anything, but they're, they're not. Um, and, uh, like, Lego would always have a, a line. And now we've got Funko down there with its line. And we've got Her Universe with the line. We've got the Battlefront uh, area with a, with a big line for that. And then, of course, all of the celebrities and everything else. I am shocked at how many people are here. Are, are you guys? Yeah, you know, and I don't know if it's, like, I always thought Orlando the last two years was way too big of a convention center. Like, That's there was true. a lot of empty spaces not used, and it seemed like you had to hike, like, five miles to get anything. And it could have been just been that room that was empty that they weren't using. I mean, did you guys feel Orlando was, like... It was very spacious, yeah. yeah. It was a ghost town. But yeah. the, there were 70,000 people I heard that are going to be here today and tomorrow. Wow. But each see, day. And this convention center is small compared to, like, the other convention centers I think we've all been in. And 
I think the max, this place maxes out at like 60 or 70, so I don't yeah. know how this is going to work. They sold out for Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they sold out a four-day, which uh, shocked me. Uh, I did not, ex- I don't think they've ever sold out anything at a Star Wars convention. They sold out of single days at Celebration 3 on Saturday. Okay. And I think the fire marshal is the reason that that happened. Ah, okay. I think they were just going to keep selling, and then he, well, he or she, I don't know. I assume it's a he, but hey, you know. Um, they were told that they could not let any more people in the building nor sell any more tickets. They must wow. have been standing outside of the store, <laughs> the <laughs> the merch store at Celebration Three, because that was terrible. Oh my God, that was, I spent eight hours in line that's in Celebration Three on the um, when they opened the store like was it was a Thursday or something. They opened it early. Yeah. We went when it opened, and we didn't get out till eight hours later. And by then, by the time we had circled by everything numerous times in the little ropes, I think we bought one of everything, just because I'd stared at it and I'm like, I'm not getting back in this line. Yeah. You know, speaking of the Celebration store, that's had a huge line here. Usually at Celebration, after the first day, you could just walk into the Celebration store, no problem. They've got a long line to get in there, and then an even longer line to check out. I, w- I heard that checkout was taking, like, three hours. Wow. And this morning they capped the line getting in. They said that we're capping the line for an hour and just come back in an hour to get back in line again. But as I walked by, I noticed they took down a lot of the shelves. And there's hardly any product on any of the shelves. Wow. They've yeah. also limited the pins. You can only pick up one item from the whole pin wall now. Oh, well, yesterday morning I was in there before it opened, like when they were letting the VIPs in because we were filming it. And some guy came through with one of the big Funko bags, you know, the big green bags. And he was like supermarket sweep on the pin Oh, my gosh. Wall. Yeah, wow. just like taking his arm big racks and wow. just dumping them in his bag. And they did have a sign up that said, you know, limit one of each of the non-blind ones. And the blind box were limited two at that time. But they were already out of a lot of stuff in general, like the Force Awakens shirts, the convention shirts. And they're probably out of a lot more now this morning. Yeah. Well, I know we all we were all there on Wednesday for the, the early stuff. How long did you wait in line to check out, Ryan? You know, I didn't have to wait that long because I actually got in line kind of early before a lot of other people did. And yet I think it still took 15 minutes to do the actual checkout. Um, the, the lady who was checking me out, I'm not sure had ever used a computer before. They are hard to use, <laughs> yes, and they're so rare anymore. I mean, come on. I, I, I was surprised, but... My issue was the, the checkout lady didn't know... I don't know if she'd seen Star Wars, so trying Mine to hadn't. explain what the characters were so she could find them on the item guide to know how <laughs> yeah, much they cost. That, that is always a struggle because they use temp workers to yeah. do that. Sometimes it's community service people. Oh, okay. And I remember Celebration 3 at the store. The reason that store line took so long is because you had to sit there and go, okay, no, I want the Yoda. It's a plush Yoda. He's the green guy with the big ears and, the, like, the hairy ears, you know, that was a struggle, but I, I heard Wednesday night people were waiting in line like three hours. And yeah. what's funny is we went out to dinner first and came back like at 9.30, sailed right in, got our stuff, and got out around the same time as someone who went and started at 7. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually got through quickly because I got in line earlier. Um, I ended up picking up that Max Rebo plush that plays Lofty Neck. I had to get that. It was just, it was adorable. Were, you, were you happy that it played... Lop to neck instead of Jedi Rocks. Well, if it played Jedi Rocks, I would not have bought it. See, that's how we worked. Yes. Same here. Yeah. It played Lop to neck. I had to buy it. I don't like Jedi Rocks. No. It's the only bit of non-John uh, Williams music that exists in the films so far. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, yeah, Andre Desplat's doing a Rogue One, so that's, that's yeah. already a difference there. But, uh, um, yeah, I picked that up. I got the Force Awakens shirt and the lanyard and... Uh, Oh, the Death Star uh, fuzzy dice for my car. Uh, it would go well with the car. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy, did you get the Salacious Crumb Clock? I got the Salacious Crumb Clock, the uh, Max Rebo plush, 
the Akbar Sushi set, um, the Disney Lanyard, uh, one of the blind package sets, which I ended up getting a Hoth Han and a Hoth Leia. Nice. Um, the Jedi Four Pin uh, pack set. Uh, all in all, I spent a lot more than I <laughs> intended to, but it was all good stuff. You know, I did pretty good. I had planned on the stuff I was getting. The only thing I bought that I hadn't planned on was a Force Awakens shirt, and I guess I got I got into the hype on that and decided to just go ahead and buy one. I guess I'm kind of glad I did now since they're sold out. Um, but uh, that that was pretty cool there. Uh, Marjorie, what did what crazy items did you pick up in the, well, in the store? Well, I got a custom shirt printed on demand. Did you happen to? I guess think which I one? saw that shirt when I saw it. I'm like, that looks like a shirt from Marjorie. I, I, Amy didn't pick up one, did you? I thought about it, but I really didn't like the Ewok is my spirit animal thing. I mean, if it just had Wicked on it, I would have purchased it. You know what? To be honest, I was just so excited about a Jar Jar shirt, I didn't care. I I get that. Yeah, Yeah, and I didn't like the color assortment either, and ended up getting it, like, on the ash gray. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, it's a Jar Jar shirt. There's so few Jar Jar shirts that aren't insulting. So I did have to get it. I got that. Um, I got the Japanese poster shirt. I love, love, love the Japanese art, and the movie posters are amazing. And I got the plain glow-in-the-dark Star Wars shirt. I actually didn't buy it because it's glow-in-the-dark. I kind of don't really like that. I like the fact that it's just a plain logo Star Wars shirt, and it was really nice. Um, Picked up, I think, a set of the Return of the Jedi pins just because the Gamorrean guard was super cute with his huge underbite and fangs. They're just, like, so freaking adorable. And I had a little wicket in it, and he was cute, too. Mm -hmm. And an Admiral Akbar that was cute. Um, And then I got all the magnets. I always get the magnets and postcards because we always send postcards to our staff members, and we send postcards to each other while we're at the convention. Oh, nice. It is kind of fun to do. So we'll write, like, little messages to each other, and then we get them, like, a week later when we get home, and it's kind of fun. So and I think that's really I – did, I did have to buy the soccer ball, I think. I think we did pick up that, too, even though it was the same one as in Europe. I was just saying, uh, they had that in Germany, didn't they? Yeah, they, they oh, did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Do uh, you see things selling out there? I know – in the past, with past celebrations, you could go in there on Sunday and they'd have things marked down. Yes, I don't think that's happening this year. I, I no. doubt it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think last year the only thing that really sold. Last time the only thing that sold out was the uh, the lanyard, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, that sold pretty quickly, and I think maybe the pin. Yeah, the pin usually sells out. Yeah, so I got that early on. And the magnets, the magnets sold. Uh, I think the patches are all completely just wow. about sold out. At this oh, point. are they really? Because yeah. those were leftovers from Europe. The oh, Germany, okay. like yeah. the um, soccer club patches, those were in Germany because it made sense, Germany. But they rehashed those here. Did you get the Falcon pen? What did you, you think of that? I did not, no. I, it's a little slow. Yeah. It, the, some of that stuff, I, I, you know, I've got to hold myself back. I, I know you get that con idea of, oh, well, I'm at a con. I can spend my money. I've been trying to do this fully budgeted this time. Oh, my. How's that going? Um, until I bought that... Uh, <laughs> So it's not going then. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going. <laughs> Until I bought the uh, the Toy Fair Anakin last night, I was perfectly on budget. In fact, I was under budget. Wow. I am actually just slightly over budget right now. So do we need to like donate some like saltines and stuff to keep you going the next few days? No. What okay. what I realized is I brought some gift cards down with me, and there is a um, an Outback Steakhouse not far from my hotel. I think I'm going to go have dinner there tonight for free. <laughs> yeah, that works. Are you intentionally trying to stay away from the exhibit floor then? Because I don't even know if I can walk through the exhibit floor at this you point. You know, I've walked through it quite a bit, and there's nothing that's jumped out at me. Because one of the things I am keeping in mind is if I can buy this at San Diego, I'll buy it in San Diego. Why? 
because um, I'm going to have more money. New more. budget. Yes. Yeah. New budget. Yeah. Oh, so it's just changing the fiscal convention year. Well, <laughs> I, 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 did something kind of I did something I've never done before, and I volunteered to coach um, a sport for the what, final what, season. What sport? It's crazy. Me, a 5'6", I'm going to be coaching boy, uh, sixth grade boys basketball. That is amusing. I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> um, but I will not be the head coach, thank goodness for those boys. Um, I will be like the third coach. I'll be the person basically corralling them around. But I get an extra stipend for that. I'm like, that's perfect. That's San Diego Comic-Con money. So uh, that I kind of like, wait, I could start coaching each quarter, and this would be con money for me. <laughs> I, I think that's like the equivalent of the um, egg money that the housewives used to get. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Uh, so, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff. Like, I would have loved to have got the Boss hoodie. I, I've, I've been a fan of the, the... That was expensive. It was. I, I am a fan of the costume hoodies ever since I got the Boba Fett Mark Echo one years ago. Uh, and so I pick up those. One of the ones on my list is the, the reversible Han Hoth Chewbacca one. Not because of the Chewbacca. I just like the Han Hoth portion. Um, but the Bosque one, I like the idea. I like the way it looks. I don't think it's worth 100 bucks. No. I, I will say, though, I did pick up the hoodie from Celebration 5 in Orlando, the first one in Orlando, the Boba Fett one. And I, I will tell you, that thing lasts forever. It's still going strong, probably being washed, like, once every week. Well, so. my Mark Echo I've had, I want to say, since 2007 or 2008. Yeah. And it's still – I was wearing it last night. It's still one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, the Mark Echo was very high-quality stuff, mm -hmm. as it was. Uh, it should be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the um, the Boss hoodie reminds me of the $30 hoodies that you can buy at Target, like the Captain America or Iron Man hoodies you can yeah. get there. And I bought one of those Captain America ones. It was 30 bucks. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is cool. But Hoodies are really going up in price lately. There was uh, a place selling Stormtrooper hoodies on the floor, and they were over $100, too. And the, and the weird thing about the Boss one is it's not even zip-up. It's a pullover. And what's with that weird strap? I, I couldn't figure out how that strap worked. <laughs> I think it's just supposed to be a, uh, a decoration for boss. But, but it doesn't come off. <laughs> so you have to, like, wiggle through it. I'm not sure exactly how this is going to work. <laughs> I, was trying, I was playing with it in the store yesterday, and it's attached front and back, and it's not Velcro or anything. Oh, wow. There's so, no adjustable strap or anything on it. No, it goes, like, underneath from the front to the back, under the oh, bottom. Oh, that's a fatal flaw there. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know if, like, then you have to, like, stick. I don't know. No I, way. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Of course, I've not seen anyone wearing it yet. So I saw a kid with one earlier today, but I didn't know about the strap there. Yeah. I did see somebody wearing an uh, an Adat driver hoodie today. I'd never seen that before. Huh. And it had like the glossy shoulder pads and and the helmet piece. And I was like, well, where'd they find that? That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, have you guys gotten a chance to see many good costumes out there at all, Marjorie? Um, you know what? I've seen a lot of little girls dress as Sabine. I've seen that too. And yes. there is there was two super cute girls yesterday dressed as Sabine who had their own Sabine buttons. The kids have swag at this convention. I it's think, getting scary. I think I knew one of those. That's uh, Chris's daughter, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I got hit up for swag and <laughs> trade me, I'll trade you. And they were cute. Um, I did see a super tiny Ewok yesterday, like toddler Aww. size. Ooh, it was just adorable. And then I did see... The cutest tiny little Princess Leia yesterday when I was on the floor who fell in love with the giant Furby that's walking around that is frightening. The Furby the, the, is scary. The Furbaka? The Furbaka, that's yes. it. I couldn't remember. See, I'm so scarred by that thing. We, we want to get a picture of Tom Burgess with that. Furbaka? I am not getting a Furbaka. Those uh. eyes creep me out. They're LED eyes and they're creepy. <laughs> she was enthralled. Like, she was running arms open towards Furbaka. <laughs> like, it was like the best thing ever. And she's like petting him and touching him and had this cute smile. Amy, have you seen any uh, fantastic costumes out there? 
Well, uh, it, was, it was a costume I saw at San Diego last year, but the the Star Speeder, the lady that, that, yes. that, that has, she's sitting inside of the Star Speeder. That's that, pretty fantastic. That's a cool thing. I actually saw her with somebody dressed as Sindel next to her. I saw the Sindel lady yesterday. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Sindel, as an adult, still dresses the same as she would have as a child. But, well, you know, yeah. it's, it's the Star Wars universe. That's true. Oh, although, granted, we did see in the Force Awakens trailer, Han Solo was not wearing a vest there. She yeah, looks more like an Indiana a Jones jacket in some ways. But kind of leather jacket yeah. thing going on. It's interesting. But <laughs> I've seen a lot of Ewok costumes out there. Yes. Um, the wrong climate for Ewok that. Costumes. There was a whole crew walking around that said, uh, what was it? With the picket uh, sign? The, yeah, the picket sign. Yeah. Did they yeah. hate Jar Jar? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, they the, hated Jar Jar. Yeah, they yes. did. They hated Jar Jar. And so I started <laughs> tried to get people to chant, stop the Gunganism, but it did not work. Uh. <laughs> It's okay, you guys. You know, the Ewoks, everybody used to hate the Ewoks, remember? This is true. And, and I, I kind of blame Frank uh, Diorio, who does the dioramas, I kind of blame him for bringing back Ewoks or give him credit because at Celebration 4, he did that big Ewok diorama, which was amazing. And I have one of the custom Ewoks from there, and he um, kind of helped with that. And I think Jar Jar's going to come back in. You think so? You think Celebration 11 will have... Yes. Uh, Episode 1. Which one. should be what, in about two diorama. years? Is that what we're going on now? <laughs> There'll be a Naboo uh, diorama building. Yes. And, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe, yeah. You, you do know that there was a well, now Legends continuity story where Jar Jar's son was like this great hero or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I've heard of this. Yes. What? Yeah. Oh, no. And he had something to do with getting the Death Star plans to Leia, I think it was, and... Someone yeah. really likes Jar Jar out there. <laughs> Apparently, they're writing stuff. Yeah, that wasn't me. That was not me writing stuff, no. But Jar Jar has to be redeemed for causing the fall of the Republic. He, he's been redeemed? No, he needs to be oh, redeemed. Oh, he needs to be redeemed, yes. So. I, I suppose so. <laughs> I, I really think that was put in there because everyone hated Jar Jar. Probably. Yeah. I, yeah. I, Lucas seemed to go, you know, we, we, I remember talking about in episode one, Jar Jar plenty. Episode two, Jar Jar is like kind of in it. Episode three, he has one line. Yep. And I think it was Excuse Me, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about swag a little bit earlier. Um, obviously, for collectors, this has been nicknamed SwagCon. Yes. Uh, with the amount of buttons and patches, coins, apparently cups, and <laughs> uh, all sorts of things that are out there. Uh, card backs. Um, uh-huh. Custom action figures. Uh, yeah. Patches. Uh, <laughs> might have had something to do with a few of those. Yeah. And uh, what has been like the ultimate swag that you, that you have seen? Like, or hilarious or mm. crazy? Well, I, I guess I, I want to give props to Earl, who is in Sarlacc with these guys, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Earl, um, yeah. He made a, his swag is a severed Luke hand. <laughs> but it is like this creepy doll hand <laughs> that is like about this big. And it's, it's, it's frightening yet fascinating. He put a little cuff around the edge of it, too. He did. And if your lanyard happens to flip over, it looks like a hand is groping your chest. Yes. So it's, you know. Slightly disturbing. Well, we're not cosplaying, so it's okay. Yeah. 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 It's okay. But, yeah, um, that that is, like, I think the most unique swag that I think I've seen because it is just this weird doll hand that is Luke Severn hand. Um, I've I've heard people asking about those. Where do you get them? Well, yeah, because you've got a big hand on your chest. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's bizarre. That, that's my most unique piece of swag, I think, that I've seen so far. Amy? Oh, as far as pins go, there's one I'm still trying to hunt down. It's um, two pins that are connected by a string, and it's like a swing across, so the 
top pin is the two stormtroopers, and then there's a string that connects the bottom pin, which has Luke and Leia swinging across. Oh my gosh! The, wow. the little trench there. Very That's clever. Awesome. Yeah. I know there was somebody who did some thug life pins. Um, one yeah. of them I probably can't mention on air because of what it was called. It's the Arizona Collectors um, Club, I think. Let's just say it had um, Han and Carbonite in the background and Lando kissing Leia. Um, something block, we'll just go with that. And uh, <laughs> had free a free offer for free Colt 45 on it. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. And then um, I just saw it on, on your lanyard there. Was it the Tots one? Oh, no, uh, that's right. It was something that we came up with uh, last minute. Kurt, Kurt Hanks, uh, part of our uh, Sarlacc group. Uh, we brought down a button maker, and we are like, oh, we don't, we're not going to use this. And then, of course, Wednesday night. We went through the entire stock that I brought down <laughs> of buttons and made every button. Kurt, Kurt came up with a last-minute idea of bringing back Admiral Akbarf, who we've previously used for Rancho Obi-Wan one. visits. Oh, wait, yeah, yes, it's that one right there. Yeah, the yeah, Pepto-Bismol pink. Yeah, um... It says so much swag it'll make you sick, and, we, and he's drawn Admiral Akbar with his tongue out. Um, we've previously done this on uh, barf bags and um, tums and tums, tums yes, uh, for for Rancho Obi Wan for visits. collector envy relief. Yes. <laughs> um, well, that's kind of hitting everything I think from the show. Is there anything that else you guys want to bring up about the, the show so far? No, just um, I've already had people coming up to me with their ideas for swag for next celebration. And I, I know the idea has been tossed around for a battle swagon of some oh, sort. Geez. So <laughs> I will have to see what I can do with that. <laughs> That's funny. If you want to see a good collection of the swag that is being distributed, or if you have swag, we will trade with you also. We have some stuff up here. Um, in the back of the room, there are some display cases where we've been putting swag as we get it. And there's some really, really neat things back there that are awesome. And some of it is from um, years past, too. Yeah. And, but most of it's being traded presently. I've yes. mentioned my people that are just attending. So. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, here in the uh, Collector's Lounge, we have the, uh, the Darth Vader cases uh, art project going on uh, currently. I think there's one that's up over $1,000 at this point. Uh, yeah, it is. The Hildebrandt, isn't yes. it? Uh, Bruce White's? Yes. That thing um, is beautiful. It is amazing. Seeing it in person it just blows me away. Um, and some of them are up quite high. Uh, they're, they're going really well. Um, you talk about the swag. I know I put something in there. I've had a few people ask me about to make them now. I made a uh, Perler Darth Vader case that's uh, 3D on the outside and it opens up and has Perler representations of the figures in it, which I actually put in there in the same order that my childhood collection was in my Vader case. Aww. Yeah. Well, kind of, because I put the first 21 figures. I don't know if I had all first, uh, the first 21, and then three Empire figures to round it out. Are your figures still in your case in the same order? Or no, did they're you, not. Did you memorize it? I had a, well, you know, oh, the stickers. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. always put them in there gotcha. in the same place because of the stickers, so I always remembered where they were. And okay. Yeah. Um, so I've had a few people inquire about those, so I might have to end up making some more of those at some point. Um, and tonight we have the swap meet, uh, which will be very interesting. It'll I be a zoo. It, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> Come early. Uh, it is going to be, oh my gosh. Find your real estate now if you plan to trade. It might be time to remortgage your house. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to bring a couple of my Perler uh, items. I have a Perler Admiral Akbar head, uh, R5D4, uh, Slave 1, and then a representation of the original Atari Empire Strikes Back game in Perler form. Uh, that I'll be looking to sell, but uh, and maybe make some of my money back to uh, 
make up for the extra money I spent well, see, last night. Well, see, then you get a bigger budget, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, the budget so you want to come buy this Admiral yeah. Akbar head because it actually is really awesome. I'm not just saying that. No, it, it is really cool. Um, so with that, I guess we can uh, close it out. And, oh. and if you've got a red ticket, I need you to hang out and don't go anywhere yet, okay? All right, red tickets, uh, hang out, yes. So uh, thank you once again for listening to Star Wars Collecting Cosmos. Thank you for joining us once again, Marjorie. Thank you for having me. And thank you, Amy. Thanks for having me again. And uh, until next time, which will be not be a convention uh, podcast, I think we've talked about what we want to talk about next time, haven't we? Yeah. We, we talked about bathroom products. We're well. talking about bathroom yeah, products. Yeah, we want to do bathroom products. You know what? I have a Star Wars themed bathroom in my house. So do I. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen y- it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's weird. We I, could uh, we could bring in some of Lauren's bathroom items too. He's got some, like. Star Wars toilet seats and stuff like that. I just discovered a guy yesterday. His his collection is called the Empire Strikes Bath. Oh, jeez. He has nice. a website, and his stuff is amazing. So we should chat about that, too. Yeah. yeah I, I was already planning on, uh, on inviting Jason Luttrell onto that one because he has a collection of toothbrushes that would uh, go along well with that. So thank you again for listening to Collecting Cosmos, and until next time, yub nub. <laughs>